the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Our show is all about retirement, building up wealth, and understanding the world today, and dealing with with rapidly changing world, and getting you ahead of it, getting you ahead of the of the of the fake news of the uh, 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 of the of the you know the narrative uh, and all the fake narratives in what we're seeing in the world today. So you can understand the world. We try to bring you stuff that other people aren't talking about, or try to get ahead of things, and, and, and so. Uh, you know, we, we've got quite a bit to talk about today. I mean, dramatic things are happening in the world every day, and, uh, it, it, and we're here to, to bring those in and make, bring clarity to them. This week, we had quite a, quite a week in the market, uh, and uh, we're talking about that. We're going to be talking about inter- global energy shortages, uh, the revenge of, of the oil and gas sector. And uh, the fa- failure of Larry Fink, I mean, we actually, it, it's fascinating. We actually had, we had an individual create an energy crisis, which is really extraordinary. Uh, this, we're going to be discussing that. I mean, oil prices are up, oil's up to seventy-five, eighty. gas is at $6. Energy, global energy crisis, you know, one man was one of the big creators of it. You know, we talked about it on the show, Larry Fink of BlackRock. And uh, he's CEO of BlackRock, I believe, and uh, he, he, him and the BlackRock funds decided that they were going to, quote, defund the energy sector about a year, year and a half ago because global warming was so dangerous that they had to take action themselves. And Larry Fink is very powerful. Larry Fink has uh, manages trillions of dollars. He's one of the largest bond managers in the world. So when he moved to, to, to fund not just the oil and gas sector but the states that uh, – that that for that that are big in energy like Texas, you know. So we went after the state of Texas, and at the time we said, "Look, this is a violation of fiduciary duty." I, I, I've got how many trillions of dollars of assets they have, and people put away their savings with BlackRock funds. And Larry Fink took control of them. He decided he was going to defund it. So oil and gas went down to. It actually got negative. Remember last year it was negative, and uh, you were kind of hoping you could maybe fill your swimming pool up with oil since it was negative and then resell it. and uh, It was extraordinary. But the, the oil and gas companies, their backs were against the wall. And then the banks and, 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 the, and the mutual fund companies all under pressure from BlackRock started 
divesting and selling out, and they were having trouble getting loans, and so people quit drilling. And all the oil companies said, look, we're not going to grow oil and gas. We're just going to keep it the way it is. Now, at the time, we said this is going to be a good thing. You should buy the sector, particularly back in October of November. All the, the big, a lot of the big uh, uh, fund companies, and you know, they they were all jumping on the Larry Fink bandwagon and, and selling their oil and gas stocks right at the bottom of the market. It, it was a historic opportunity in the oil and gas sector at the time. I, I you know, we, we said oh, this is the record low for. Uh, for uh, on the S and P 500 for percentage in the energy sector at the time, you know that the the tech sector was skyrocketing 20 depending on how how you look at it 20 24 25 percent of the S and P was basically tech and it it got down to under three percent I think at one time in the energy sector which is extraordinary it's an opportunity we told you at the time and so now the companies have all can have have uh, have uh, you know, said, look, we're going to manage for cash flow. We're going to manage for earnings. We're not going to try to grow our production because Larry Fink and the rest of the globalists don't want us to do this. So, hey, it's been great for the oil and gas sector, but it, it's very sad for working people around the world that are not having to suffer with, with the inflation caused by Larry Fink. And, and by the way, Larry Fink has now talked back this in Singapore. One of our clients sent us the thing that that, uh, he's now saying that look, we're not trying to def- you know defund the oil and gas sector. We're just you know pointing out, and we couldn't do that because that would be a this, this is our client's money. It would be a breach of fiduciary. We already did it, Larry. You know you're in trouble now. You know it's a complete disaster, and and, and so so here we are. And, and it's a good news for Houston, Texas. But it's it's I want you to understand this this has big ramifications around the world. Let's take a look at some of the other countries in the world. Uh, the UK, there's a shortage of, of gasoline. The, the other day they did a study, 27% of the gas stations or the, on the preservative, they had no gasoline in, in, in England, particularly around London. Uh, they had, there's a shortage of drivers. They can't find drivers. The army's being called in. Uh, in uh, the, some of the other, the, the, the price of natural gas is zoomed up. The, 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 the 26 $26 in MCF, $27 in MCF. There, there's kind of a, a Dutch, uh, UK, uh, uh, like a Henry Hub type of number, $27. Well, some of the big factory, the fertilizer factories, which may use natural gas to make fertilizer, what they did is is they came in and uh, they came in and, and uh it said, look, we got to shut these plants down because we're we're losing money every time we produce it because we can't sell the product as much as the as our our, our input costs are. And so what happened is, is that was fine, okay. But one of the byproducts of of the fertilizer production was CO2. So there's a CO2 shortage in Britain, which is hurting food production. We use a lot in food production, uh, soft drinks, all types of things. And so they've had, the government's had to move to, to subsidize the fertilizer manufacturers to get the CO2. Okay, that, that's in London or in the UK. Let's take a look at Europe. The Europe, the, uh, the natural gas prices quadrupled. The shortage is there. Uh, electricity prices are skyrocketing across the continent. A fascinating story about the uh, about the Dutch. This I came across this today. Uh, let's see here. Hold on, just a second. There we go. Uh, the uh, yeah, fascinating story about with with the Dutch. The the Dutch are are one of the biggest producers of agricultural products. 
uh, for export in the world, but like the second for export, which which is a term like that. How can that be? It's a little bitty country. Well, they've got 25,000 acres of of greenhouses. Them and, and the Spanish are are. Uh, are, are, are huge producers. Actually, if you look in Spain, it's amazing. You can see some areas where they have the greenhouses along the coast. If you use Google Maps, it's really extraordinary. So 25, that's a little, so they've got to heat those with natural gas. Well, the problem they're running into, gas prices are skyrocketing. Uh, if, uh, France and Spain are, are the, I mean, the, uh, the Netherlands and Spain are the two big vegetable producers in, in, in the UK where well, they're having to cut back because they can't afford to having to delay planning. They're adjusting different things because they know that they're going to lose money because of the cost of natural gas. So food costs are going up in Europe because of this. Uh, the, 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 uh, the French are now, uh, electricity is rising over there. The French are working with uh, trying to uh, reduce subsidies, reduce taxes, and try to uh, uh, subsidize electricity over there. Because of that, again, because of the energy shortage, the Russians, the Russians evidently are having trouble. We don't know if they're if Putin's holding back natural gas prices, or if, uh, we're, uh, or or if this since they there was a big you know nobody wanted to produce energy, everybody cut back uh, production, and now they don't have the capacity. They're not sure on that, but 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 there's big big curtailments of natural gas out of Russia, so the electricity prices are going up across Europe. They produce natural gas for heating and electricity over there. And, and, and remember, there's been a huge push for solar and wind. It's been cutting back a lot of plants. They, they wanted to, they're cutting back nuclear. And, and now there's even a, there, there's a, a globally, there's a push for, uh, to stop Germany from decommissioning all their nuclear plants because look, it's like, they're like, it doesn't produce any CO2. Why are you doing this? And there's shortages. So again, more inflation hitting Europe. Let's go look at the other side of the world. Look at China. China's the biggest coal producer in the world. There's shortages of coal out there right now. Uh, there's also shortages of gas. This week, the, the, uh, Xi Jinping has, has, has stated that he expects them to, to get, the, get the energy no matter what it is. So they're going to be importing huge amounts of LNG, which is going to raise the price of LNG further in Europe as well. So energy costs are rising in China. They actually had electricity shortages and, and factories were closed across China. And keep in mind, it's not even cold yet. I mean, the winter's coming up there. And they need electricity and natural gas to stay warm in these countries. And, and so this is causing more inflation in China, more inflation in the United States. Our gas has hit $6 in MCF for natural gas. This is in September. It's not even cold yet. $6. Uh, and, and look at look at uh, the price of oil, seventy five eighty eight. So, so we have this global energy shortage. This is what happens when you get central people want to get engaged in central planning, climate change. We need to get oil and gas. It's going away. You know, we we have these. Uh, People like Larry Fink going around and talking to all the other, you know, let I me mean, not talking to them, but, but you know, laying the groundwork, uh, meeting in Davos and all these other places about we need to defund energy, we need to get rid of energy. Now, working people are suffering with higher inflation. They can't afford it. I, 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 this, is, this is what happens when you get globalists engaged in central planning. Uh, and, and so it's a good thing for Houston and the oil and gas sector. And oil and gas is outperformed. Let's take a look at some interesting numbers here. The, the, energy, the energy sector, oh, let's put it this way. The energy sector 
was the only sector that was up in the month of September. It outperformed most other energies, most other sectors of the S&P 500 by an average of about 15%. 15%, that's huge. It was up 9.3%. Uh, the, the, the next best one was finances, and it, it, the financial sector only lost 2% for the month of September. So huge outperformance. This is the best outperformance of the energy sector since September, excuse me, June, I think, of 2008. So so, so what we have is, is huge outperformance in the sector. This was the one sector that last, last year everybody told you not to get into. Everyone said it was going away. You had five years and there'd be no more oil and gas. I mean, it was just the most stupid thing. And at the time we said, no, what's going to happen is it's going to be like like uh, the tobacco companies, that was going away. And here we are 20 years later, the stocks are materially, materially higher and the, and, and the prices just go up and that's what's happening to energy. So a- as we predicted, it was a good thing to do. As you predicted, you wanted to stay in the sector. And, and now we're seeing, we're seeing the results of that, which is, which is exciting for Houston. But, but what we're dealing with is, is a global shortage of energy. But it's not the only thing. It's a global shortage of everything. It's exported. This week, you know, if you look at the markets this week, go over to a weekly basis on the charts. It was it was a very poor week in the market. We're gonna, it was down two point two percent in the S and P five hundred. Two point yeah, two point two percent. And that was after a huge rally on Friday to bail out a bunch of uh, the market from just completely collapsing. And we're going to be discussing some of this. I mean, it was breaking down support across the board. And, and, and we had a kind of a miracle rally happen on Friday to save it. And, uh, but 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 what, what happened? A couple things happened. What happened this week? Uh, a few things. And, and one, the big one was really the, 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 the real understanding that we have massive. We have basically a, tr- a slow motion train wreck, which in the in the. Uh, the supply chains. This is something the Max Out Savings Show has been talking. We were warning you about the supply chains. Nobody even knew what a supply chain was back in uh, February uh, of, of, of 2020. We, and we had the COVID and like, we're not sure what this could. The COVID was not even in the United States. We said, this is going to cause supply chain shocks. We laid out the case of how much stuff was made in China. We particularly talked about the danger to our drug sector. Well, over 80% of our drugs came from China. It was horrific. And, and we, we pointed out all the other things. The factories are shut down. We said, this is the problem. When we, we offshored everything in the United States, corporate America offshored everything to the new globalism offshore into China. And all of a sudden, China is in trouble. And, and, and there's a COVID in the United States supply chains. And we warned, and it, it's only gotten worse. It's gotten worse as the pandemic began. As we're coming out of the pandemic, it's getting worse. It continues to get worse. They can't produce enough products. Nike's had uh, their factories in Vietnam shut down for two months. Uh, their semiconductor plants in Taiwan, Malaysia, China shut down uh, in, in, because of COVID or because of other things. Uh, you know, and, and there, there's concern of potential war with China. What's going to happen then? And, and, and so now we're scrambling to get these supply chains moved back. We're scrambling to rebuild the, our, our semiconductor plants in the United States as we realize how how incredibly you know, this danger the United States is because of this offshoring and shutting down all the manufacturing in the United States so we can boost margins at the corporate level. And so now, and it's even worse than that. If you look at it, the real key you need to understand is all these same corporations, they've, you know, the finance, the CFO is the, look, 
25, 30 years ago, it was the manufacturing guy, the CEO, the guy's running, he was running the company, he was in charge. Over the last 10 or 15 years, 20 years, it's been the CFO, the chief financial officer. He's been kind of the guy that's been watching over everything. Hey, look, we can do this. Let's cut back. And we, we've had the ridiculous thing where in some, some, some of our biggest companies have negative working capital. And you go, Ted, well, how can that be? It's real simple. They basically are demanding that it, that, that everybody pay them immediately since they're so big. And, but if you're doing business with them, they're not going to pay you for 90 days. And tough luck if you don't like it. it, it, it but it, So that was one way they could do it. But then they also realized, look, if we carry no inventory, we don't, we'll need even less working capital. So we don't have to have any money tied up. And we'll just do just-in-time inventory and have the, have, the manu- have the people that are producing our inputs just you know have, have a warehouse nearby and bring it in that day. So there we have no inventory. We'd have no money tied up and it's great. Well, that's fantastic. Up until the point in the time you have you have uh, shortages, the supply chain logistics breaks down and all of a sudden you're shutting your plants down. And that's where we are today. It, 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 the, the Wall Street has run, run corporate America for the short term to make the biggest amount of money and, and not looking not for the long term, but right now. And, it's, and now here we are. And now these supply chains are coming down. And that's why the market fell. We're going to expand upon that after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. In twilight glow I see Blue eyes bright in rain When we kissed goodbye and parted I This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air... We're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. 
In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. Welcome back to the Max South Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. You can always give us a call, 713-339-1070. You also listen live anywhere in the world by going to 1070, uh, the answer's website, KNTH's website, uh, to hit the listen live button. There's also podcasts on there you can listen to during the week. You've got to go to podcasts and go to the Max Out Savings Advisors. A lot of ways to listen. And also, you can get the free Max Out Savings Report, which is a report we send out about once a, once a, once a month, uh, discussing a lot of these different issues, talking about savings investments in your retirement, retirement issues. So talking about the market, the bad week in the market this week, what, what went on. And really, it was it was – the realization that this inflation is going to continue, people have been buying the, the you know, for, for the last nine months, the Federal Reserve has been saying, look, this is transitory inflation. You know, three, four months, it's going to go away. It's going to go away. Just wait, just wait. And it, it's suddenly dawning on people that that's not going to happen. That, that, that the supply chains, Goldman Sachs said, look, these supply chains for semiconductors, we're looking mid-22 for some chips. It's going to be 23. Uh, you know, they're, 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 I think there's a half a million containers waiting in the water off of American ports right now because it's just so backed up. And, and the port people are going, look, until this slows down, we can't catch up. We're at capacity in these containers are still out there and more are coming every day. So it, 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 it and so people are realizing this this is this inflation is the real deal. And and and, I, and so and keep in mind when you see these inflation numbers of you know five percent, well the inflation's typically a lot more than that. I mean these are hedonically adjusted numbers. This is why the price of the computer has never gone up over the last twenty years. It's actually gone down. The price of cars have gone down because the car ten years ago the new ones have the anti-stop. Uh, they have radar systems, self-driving systems, better brakes and everything. So they're actually better cars. So they, they adjust the price. And so they, this is hidden inflation. And the most ridiculous thing is is the they use rent-adjusted inflation for homes. And then they're claiming that the rent has barely gone up at all. When it, you know, we, we talk, Everyone we're talking to that's renting are complaining that the rent is skyrocketing out there. So – so this is a big deal. We're dealing with inflation for the first time since the 1980. Uh, that's 40, 40 years ago. People don't understand this. Inflation is very corrosive to, to stock prices and very detrimental. Now, typically, in the past, when you have this type of inflation, you have interest rates go up. But the problem we have is is that it, we have so much debt built up into the country that they can't afford for interest rates to go up because if interest rates go up to – to 5% like they la- did last time on $28 trillion worth of debt. Uh, you know, what, what is that? That's $1.4 trillion a year extra, 
they'll have to, you know, the, the interest they take, nobody can afford that. And, and so, uh, so they're artificially keeping it down. So it's most likely going to play out through a decline in the value of the dollar. And, and, and that's what I think you're going to see. And this is, this is, this is what we're looking for. And so in this world, you've got to have your defensive plan in place right now. You have to have your inflation plan in place for your IRA rollover for your retirement. And, and, and if you don't, you're just going to get wiped out in the end. Uh, if you look at the tech sector, uh, you know, the tech sector has had a huge run. Uh, if, if you look at the, the valuations of the tech sector as percentage uh, of the stock market, it's at record high levels of the S&P 500. If you look at at the at the percentage of, of of stock valuation to GDP again record high levels, and so this is going to come down. Inflation is not good. You know the idea is well, if inflation comes up, companies can just wait, raise prices. That's not what we're seeing happening. It was it Bed Bath and Beyond fell twenty five percent this week because their margins are shrinking and they can't get supply. All these companies are suddenly talking about. It. I, I think just General Motors, their, their auto production was down like thirty three percent. They're not the exact number, somewhere along those lines. They can't get the semiconductors. So the cost of the cost of a average cost of a car is like forty seven, forty eight thousand dollars. That's the average price of a car, uh, and, and, and uh, prices have skyrocketed. And, and so, the, so people can't afford this, so they're cutting back. So, the, so the companies are having to adjust. Can they raise prices or not? And if we discussed in the show last week, a lot of companies over, you know, they, they tend to hedge out their production, you know, their inputs six months, sometimes a year, but typically three, six months into the future. And the, 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 those hedges are falling away, and now they're having to do with higher prices. And they're going to continue to pass this along. So this inflation is coming in there. Well, inflation is devastating if you have Social Security, if you have a, a, a fixed pension, if you have a fixed annuity. A lot of people, you know, invested in these annuities where they just fix, they sign up, they get their fixed annuity. Well, inflation will destroy fixed income over a five or six year period. And, and, and this is what they don't understand. And so we don't we don't see it slowing down. I mean, now they want to, the government wants to spend three point five trillion dollars more. Uh, you know, we we have a massive deficit. We we can't even afford what we have right now, and they want to load on massive entitlements all over the place. And, 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 and right now, people are like, "How are we going to pay for Social Security? How are we going to pay for Medicare right now?" You know, going over the next couple of years, those things are going to explode on us, and we're going to run out of money. But the Democrats, their strategy is, is look, don't worry about this. You go, well, why? Wait, we're going to run out of money. Oh, so, oh, no, no, you won't. Under modern monetary theory, MMT, if you control the currency, if you control, if you have the world currency, you can print as much money as you want, and there'll be no inflation. And if inflation does get out of control, how do they handle that? Well, they raise taxes. So what is this? What are they doing now? They're trying to raise taxes to control inflation. Now, this theory is not going to work, and everybody knows it. But I tell you, the scary thing is, is they got rid of of Rosengren at the Fed and the Dallas uh, Fed Governor uh, Kaplan. Kaplan. He, the, the, Kaplan was a hawk. Uh, Rosengren was slightly hawkish. And you wonder, did they do because they they did some trading? They bought some stocks after the Fed announced they were going to do they were going to uh, purchase, uh, you know, do their big purchases. And, and but the here's the problem: what what if they put two big two doves in there? 
And what if they get rid of, of, of Chairman Powell and put, put someone like Neil Koshkari and Uber Dove? And, and Dove, Dove at Hawk means the Dove guy said, look, we can just print as much money as we want. The Hawks say, oh, no, we got to be careful. We can't print money. We keep, have to keep rates higher because inflation is going to get us. So, so there, there appears to be some type of coup at the Federal Reserve to try to get rid of the Hawks and establish more moderate people, which is, again, more money printing, more inflation. Jennifer, do we have a phone call? Not currently. Okay, okay thanks. Uh, I thought I, heard, I had some feedback there, but uh, so 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 what we're looking at is is this this inflation is continuing, and, and the Fed is talking about tapering or something, but the window is really rapidly closed. So this inflation is coming, and this is where you really got to watch your your retirement. Now, an interesting thing happened over the last month. And I want, I want to go over it here. Let me pull up a, a chart here. Okay, Bill, uh, right here. The last, over the last couple weeks, they had two big drops of 500 points or so in the market. Big drops. I mean, it looked like, oh, this is it. And and the interesting that happened is. During those both of those moves, gold started moving up. Uh, this week, when the market was down, yesterday, uh, Thursday, when the market was down 585 points or something like that, gold jumped up 35 dollars. Uh, and the same thing, and same thing happened September 20th. Gold was uh, that was down over 400 points, and gold started moving up. Same type of thing; it started moving up against the average, which is interesting. That is not something we've seen in years. And what this is telling us is, is that, is that people are realizing as it gets worse, the Fed's going to have to keep flooding the system, and gold is going to make another run up. Gold to silver, they've been selling off. This should be the final bottom, and then they're going to start back up again substantially because these big inflation plays to of oil and gas, gold, commodities, those are the things to be. As we just talked earlier on the show, China has a massive electric shortage. The Xi Jinping is going, look, you need to buy the energy because we can't afford not to have it. So they're, going, they're rushing out buying oil and gas. They're buying LNG uh, right now for being coal to move in, into China. And, 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 and so what that's going to do is, is that's going to be more inflationary, more commodity-driven. And, and gold is sensing that. And, and, and the most recent news is they're realizing the minute the market's getting get in trouble, the Fed is going to move, which is going to be more inflationary. So this is this is a, a big shift. It and I think the most risk I still think is in the tech sector. I, I, the, the the problem you run into in the tech sector is all the money is in the tech sector, it, it, and so you have huge amounts of 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 money piled into that. It's a big chunk of the S&P 500. So as people start selling, they have to sell the tech. Well, if you look at most, the fascinating thing is over the last two months, stocks have kind of gone nowhere. I mean, if you look at the S&P 500, it's the same place it was back in July. And, and, and many of these, many of these uh, stocks have, have, have corrected already. We've seen a lot of corrections, a lot of soft. The ones that haven't have been the big tech stocks. And finally, look, 
it, what happens with these money managers is people start selling as people are nervous. September, October is a notoriously bad month for stocks. The, the, the money managers are saying, oh, my God, these supply chains are getting worse. This is for real. They're not realizing, oh, this inflation is not transitory. This is for real. Oh, my God. So they're selling. And the problem is that people are selling down. They're seeing risk. $3.5 trillion. These people are madmen. What is, the, what is this going to do to our economy and the dollar? Yeah, so they're all getting, they're all starting to say, well, the only place left they can get money is going to be these big tech stocks. And there's too much money piled up in them. And, and what happened this, over the last week, something very interesting happened over the last week is, is that the, that, you know, Facebook, Facebook is, through September has been selling off pretty dramatically. And, and, and Wall Street Journal has come up with some, uh, some stories on they were going to use Instagram for children. Uh, and, and, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of research that, that this is very damaging for children, very damaging for their self-esteem. If you look at the suicide rate among teens, it's, it's more than doubled since, since all this stuff has come out. Uh, because people sit there and they're watching their Instagram people, they're following in their, you know, Ferraris and everything else, and having a wonderful time, and and uh, it, it, it's just a false. I mean, the classic example of, of this it was a, this girl that went out was a Gabby, whatever her name is, and it, it, they they go on a road trip in a van in the West. It's look wonderful shots of them, loving couple everywhere, and he kills her. It, 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 that just is. I mean, that that basically. It, it, it's the it, it's the story of our times. These people in these in, the, in these videos and on, on these social media people, it's all wonderful and loving. And then the minute the camera snaps off, it's a different world. And so people watch this, and particularly young, impressionable children look at this and they think, "Golly, why don't we have a Ferrari? Why aren't we going on vacation in in in, in the Caribbean every week? You know, why aren't we?" you know, flying to France, you know, for a weekend. You know, why aren't we, God, Dad, we have to sit there and drive in there. Remember the station wagon across the country. Why aren't we taking the private jet like all the people I see on my Instagram page are doing? It, it, it makes people feel bad. And these have been damaging. But so for the first time, really damage started hitting Facebook. And I think you're going to see other things with these big tech companies do that. I mean, it, the pressure is building on them in their valuations are sky high. They're making money off of basically advertising, stealing your privacy, monitoring your free speech, uh, monitoring everything you do, selling all your thoughts, because if you're looking things up, you're thinking and, and, and selling them to other people. None of this is, is good. It, uh, it, 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 and so I think the tech sector is going to be the Achilles heel of this market as, 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 it, as it plays out. And, and I think this is something, and it's going to be very hard for the S&P to go up because these are such big things. And this is why you want to be in these other sectors, the commodities. Uh, the, the, we just talked about oil and gas. This is what we're seeing. Of all the tech sector, uh, the, 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 the industrial sectors in the S&P in the, the, in the 500, oil and gas was the only one up. So, so this is what it's showing you, and you're still, and this is going to play out going forward. And so the question is, you know, is where do we go from here? But tell you what, uh, we're, we're coming up here in a quick break. If you've got a question or comment, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Baby, let's sell your diamond ring, buy some boots and faded jeans and go away. It's cold 
is killing me And in your eyes, no size you In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air... We're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512NewMedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Welcome back to Max Health Savings Show. Got any questions or comments? Give us a call, 713-339-1070. Also, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. Sign up for that free newsletter. And you can also request an appointment if you'd like me to sit down with you, go over your financial situation, see how you're set for retirement uh, or coming up on retirement. Uh, just go to a website. You can request an appointment, and we'll get together with you and, and, and see see what your financial situation is and show you how we manage money at Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, we got we have the, the, the tax bill, uh, the, the $3.5 trillion tax program coming up. Nobody knows what's in this thing. It, and it's, it's not even the money. It, it, it's, it's some of the rules and regulations, and we're watching. There's some talk they might outlaw the uh, – there, there's some backdoor ways to get into a Roth uh, where, you, where you can actually uh, put extra money into your 401k plan and then convert uh, in, in large amounts uh, to uh, to uh, some put, some put after-tax money in the, into the 401k and then convert it into a Roth. That might go away. There's talk. There's other talks that they might do something with the larger Roths. We're watching that closely. There, there, there's a danger. They're threatening to get rid of the, the step-up basis for estates, which is a huge thing for, for people that own real estate, family farms, 
uh, businesses, particularly family farms and things. This is massive. Uh, you know, they want to get rid of that. Uh, Chairman, uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, uh, she, she talked about maybe taxing unrealized capital gains, which is basically a wealth tax. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just really where, what are they going to do to the IRAs and the 401k plans? We're watching this closely. We don't have anything. But the latest we've seen is the capital gains rate is going to be at 25%. If you, if you, if you sold something before, and this is painful for me, uh, but, uh, September 13th, you only pay 20%. And, uh, and, and, and so you're most likely if you sell now, it's 25 percent. If, if it's over a certain amount, then you could get hit with the, the Medicaid uh, uh, excise tax as well, or 3, 3.8, 3, whatever it is. So, hey, Ted. Yes. Mm-hmm. We have a caller on the phone. Okay. Okay, good. So, so the situation is is with this is we're, we're going to watch. We're going to find out the next couple of weeks what's in this bill. We'll probably have to react quickly into the year end. We'll get some reports out that letting you know what the changes are going to be to tax law, 401ks, IRAs, and estates. So, Ted, so if you have a question, welcome to the Savings Show. Uh, hi, Ted. Uh, could you give three or four broad asset classes that may be appropriate to focus on given an increasingly uh, in, an increase in inflation and I'll hang up and listen thank you okay that, that's a great question uh, broad asset classes uh, the first one is short-term bond funds because this this is again long-term bonds are going to be are going to get hit with inflation. Uh, because it, it's a longer dated asset, and, and as interest rates go up due to inflation, that's going to hurt them, and inflation is going to chew up the money. So you want it short term, so it gives you some optionality when things change uh, to, to move later on into long term assets. So short term bond funds, uh, the gold and the the, the silver, uh, precious metal sector. Uh, this is a sector they, they've, they've been holding down the precious metals. Because I think particularly at the Fed to try to. Uh, and to let everyone, there's really no inflation to see here. And, and so they kind of pushed it up ahead of time, and then it, it's kind of plateaued. I think the inflation is accelerating. This will profit from higher inflation in the United States and a falling dollar. Interesting, when China China really effectively outlawed cryptocurrencies in China last week, this, this – the last thing they, they have in China that, that gives them protection is going to be the gold and the silver. And so I think that, that, I think that move was very bullish for the gold and silver sector. So the gold and silver sector. And the third one is going to be the commodity producers. Uh, this is across the board. It, 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 uh, uh, the, your, your, your oil and gas, your copper those type of people, some of the the the, the, the farmers, grain manufacturer, grain farmer, think along those lines. Uh, particularly companies that already have either their mines set or or their or their you know the mine is going to start up like next year and it's effectively paid for. Uh, uh, what I'm, what we're hearing from the oil and gas sector, what we're hearing from the mining sector and other sectors, look, we're not going to take all these profits and plow them back into more mines and oil and gas fields. Because what happens is when we do this in the past, we pay top dollar for the mines and then the price falls and then we, we're stuck. 
what we're going to do is we're paying out a certain percentage more through dividends and stock buyback programs. We're going to use our cash flow for the dividends and stock, the free cash flow for dividends and stock buybacks. So I, I think we're seeing some fundamental shifts in that whole commodity sector with the idea of, 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 of profits versus uh, profits versus uh of production growth. And this is somewhat an outflow of, of the pressure that was put on by, by the global environmentalists, particularly in the oil and gas sector. And so these big companies are like, what do we do? And so the answer was, well, let's just maintain production. And it is, we're just not going to go way out of the limb for high cost production. And, and we're going to, and we're going to increase our cash flow instead in our profits. And, and so I, I think, and that's also, we're hearing the same thing in the precious metal sector, the mining sector, uh, in a lot of these companies, that's it. So I think those are the three best ones in here right now. Uh, the, the, the other ones, uh, most of those company groups, by the way, don't use a lot of, of uh, if you look at the oil companies, for what they produce, they don't use a lot of people. I mean, it's, you know, refinery has a lot of people, but the throughput is massive on it. And, and because other sectors, it's going to be inflation from the base commodities, it's going to be wage inflation as well. And, and so wage inflation is going to go through large sectors of the economy. And, and that's going to further cost uh, push inflation. But those are the three uh, short-term bond funds, uh, the uh, gold, gold and silver sector, and the commodity, the base commodity ones. And also, by the way, cash is a good place to hide out near term, too. It's not paying anything. But but as we learned last last year, you you can make a fortune by having cash at the bottom of these markets when when they're just giving away things, and that's that's the real key to that. Good. So, any questions or comments? It's the last segment seven one three 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 nine ten seventy here on the Max Out Savings Show. So, so, so what do we have going forward? I, I, I think we're really looking at the realization that these supply chain issues are for real. Because keep in mind, it's not just. It's not just the shortages because there's demand, and it's not just the shortage because the port can't handle all the stuff. It's also with the shortages of, look, we've got to get our supply chain back to the United States where we don't have to deal with the issues of, of, of the port. We don't have to deal the issues of tariffs. We don't have to deal with issues of being cut off by China or somebody else. We can't have – we've got to diversify our supply. All of this is adding up to, to, to tightness and supply in here. And so this is – I mean, it, it's really remarkably similar to the 1970s. They had an energy shortage. This time, an energy shock with, with, with the uh, Arabs. The, 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 we didn't have an energy shock. We had the COVID shock, which shut down the economy like the energy shock did. And then afterwards, we had tightness of supply and higher energy costs. And it's the same – very similar. And the inflation is, is marching along on a very similar guns and butter. What, what are we doing today? Massive, uh, you know, we, we, we fought the Iraq war. And now, now we're guns and butter. You know, Johnson's New Deal, uh, uh, new, new Great Society, Johnson's Great Society. We have uh, Biden's, you know, uh, Green New Deal and, 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 and a new socialist agenda. All of this is going to be very inflationary. So something to think about. Uh, Markets, where, where do we go from here? A couple thoughts. Look at the S&P 500 uh, as I flip over. Look, this thing looks it, – it, 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 it's gone down. It, it's broken the 50-day, which is – it's held for quite a while, the 50-day moving average. It, it, and these technicals do make, make a difference. 
uh, particularly when people aren't sure, they, they tend to kick back the technicals. And so the technicals in a declining market actually actually become a little bit more important. And uh, the market has successfully since, since uh, it's really ridden up, Oh, it's only broken since about September a year ago. It's broken the, the, the 50 one time. It's broken it now several times here in, the, in, the, in the, this month, the 50-day moving average. It's only gone underneath the 100 one time since the, since the collapse, the COVID collapse in March of, 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 of 2020. Well, it, it, it's, again, broken under that pretty decisively. It, it, and if you look at it, 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 what it's done is it, it, it's come back, and this is important, at least we would, it's come back, it broke the 50, it literally exploded down. As soon as it broke the 50, it exploded, which it hadn't broken, as we said, for, you know, like, uh, six, nine months or more. Uh, it, 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 it went, it held the 50, close to 50, and it, the next day it, it hit the 100, which is a huge drop. That's a 500 point drop. Then it rallied back up above the 50. Then it went back down under the, under the 100 again. Uh, under the, under the, again, as soon as it went underneath that 50-day moving average, the next day it touched the 100, which, again, these are huge moves in both cases. Now we've rallied, broke under the 100. We've rallied above the 100. We have to watch this. If, look, if it, it, you know, the worst case scenario goes up for three or four days and turns down and doesn't hold that low. At that point in time, it's going to look remarkably similar to the, to the 1987 crash. In, in 87, the, 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 the interest rates went from about six and a quarter to about eight and a quarter, eight and a half. And they kept going up. And people going, well, God, you know, this uh, market's going up. It goes crazy. But, you know, they go, what, what about these interest rates? They've moved to 7%. You know, well, I don't know. It looks bad. Well, then the market went up again. And, well, you know, interest rates are at seven and a half percent. It's still going up. And evidently, interest rates don't affect it. Then went to eight, eight, I forget, eight and a quarter or something. And then it just collapsed. Now, we've got interest rates. The Fed has said, look, we're going to hold interest rates down here so they're not going to move. But what's different is the inflation. The inflation keeps going up every single time. This time, nothing to see here. No, the inflation's not going to hurt. Just transient. Don't worry. That. And then all of a sudden, it's up here, and, and, and things are shifting. So we want to watch this very carefully. And I, and I do think you want to have your defensive plan in place right now until we really get an idea of, of where this is all going. And, and, and I think that, that's sort of what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a very unstable situation with, 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 with this $3.5 trillion dollar uh, uh, the budget uh, budget extension they're doing uh, uh, the, the the 1.25 trillion dollar infrastructure is that going to go through? I don't the debt look we're, they're they're not going to default on the debt. I mean that would be shocked if that was going to happen. But that that's sort of out there. But the bigger thing is is what are the rating companies going to do once they announce this big debt bubble, this gigantic spending program, and 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 the and, and, and the uh, reconciliation gets through. I mean, at that, what, what's the number? What is it going to do to the to the ratings? And, and what's going to happen, you know, with, with China? And, and so I think all of these things on the table, there's rumors the Biden administration is going to cut some of the tariffs on China, probably to most likely to try to reduce inflation in the United States. You can see a lot of things happen to that. Inflation is the key thing. You want to protect yourself. If you need some help, go to our website, 
MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com. You can request an appointment, and I'll sit down with you, and we'll go over your financial situation. And we, you know, we, we manage money using our value investing approach. Typically, IRA rollovers, trust, individual accounts. We use TD Ameritrade to do it. So if you need some help, go to our website. But at a minimum, sign up for the free report. So, so this week, what we're really looking at is what's going to happen with 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 the economy? What's going to happen with, with this with this new uh, tax bill coming out? Where are our taxes going to be? What are, what are the rules and regulations on the esta- on the states? What are the rules and regulations on on uh, retirement plans uh, on, on IRA rollovers? All of that's going to be very important. So this is something we, we're going to watch closely. What are the taxes on corporate America? The, the, the taxes they're projecting right now are going to cause a 5% reduction in the S&P 500 next year. I mean, these things are going to have to all be factored in rather quickly. Uh, it, it, we don't even know what the tax rate's going to be. Even for this year, they really don't know what it's going to be yet, which is extraordinary. So a lot of stuff is on the table. It, it, and I think this is all going to play out in, in, in this world today. And I think it's, it's time to be much more defensive because the government is not friendly to capital. It's not friendly to wealthy people. And it's not friendly to working people. It's more of a socialistly driven uh, group. The Biden, uh, Camilla Harris, they're basically, you know, socialist. And they don't believe in borders. And, uh, they, you know, it, if you look at the failure of the Roman Empire, the Byzantine Empire, the English Empire, all of them, it always broke down with, with, with the breakdown of the borders. Something to think about. Hope everyone has a great weekend. Uh, we'll see you next week right here in the Max Out Saving Show. Until then, remember our bottom philosophy, which is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.